Welcome to another Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Clore, and even from way back in my days with Auto Week Magazine to my years with the Ford Special Vehicle Team, my decade over at Ford Racing, and now managing enthusiast outreach for Ford Performance, I've always worked to build relationships with Ford fans, so to that end, I hope you are reading my efforts to stay connected with you in the enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com as well as keeping up with the latest happenings in our hobby by checking out FordPerformanceClubConnect.com every week. My co-host is a Mustang hobby and industry expert who is perhaps best known as the longtime president of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan, or Moxham, one of the largest and most active Mustang clubs on the continent, plus who also heads up Boxham for you Bronco owners, as well as being the new leader behind the International Council of Mustang Clubs. Of course, I could only be talking about Mike Ray. Mike, tonight, you've done it again. Another special guest and a longtime friend of both Ford Performance and the Mustang Hobby. Absolutely. Absolute legend in the Mustang world, and uh, we get to share him with everybody tonight. That's right, folks. We're going to be talking tonight to Dario Orlando, the founder, president, and owner of Steeda Autosports, down in Florida. Dario, welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's a pleasure and honor to be here today. So go ahead and ask the questions and let's rock and roll. Well, Mike, Mike, I know he had to drag you into this because as we were chatting before we got on the air, you know, uh, I recall I got to uh, SVT in 1995. So here you had already been working on the 93 Cobra. Janine Bay was yeah. the chief engineer back then. You remember that? Yeah, and then by the time yeah, I got absolutely. there, yeah, I got there with under Coletti, and then, um, you know, we were working on the 95R. That was the first program I did for SVT, and here you right. were, you guys were working with John saying, hey, you know, we got to get a bigger gas tank in the Cobra R, and I had absolutely. No, no idea that you had campaigned the, the fuel cell idea of getting in that R. Yes, so it was we, IMSA. Yeah, was, oh, was it really? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, the uh, yeah, Cedar was responsible for getting the 21 gallon fuel cell in a 95 Cobra R because that was the only way the car could be competitive in in endurance racing. And Bob Mandry, who was the chief scrutineer for IMSA at the time, approved it, and we were really grateful. So this way we could compete, you know, with the Pontiacs and the Porsches and things like that. And after a year of trial and error and working with the wonderful people at the uh, you know, Ford Performance and Mainstream, we won the first race in 96 in Texas World Speedway, oh, wow. which was unbelievable. We lapped the entire field of 65 <laughs> cars in our class twice in the six-hour race. And Bob Mandry says this couldn't be possible. And uh, we were just, we ran, we choreographed and we ran the perfect race. We were only running like, you know, just uh, not very much faster than the Pontiacs our pit stops were done so well. We could change all four brakes, tires and refuel and driver change in a minute, and 30 seconds. <laughs> well, that, and you know, that, that had a lot to do with the fact you had that bigger gas tank. Coletti, I know stood on his head to get a 351 back into the Mustang lineup, which was, when you think of it now, Mike, go back and we can't do stuff like that to make this, you know, get this engine certified. And I remember, him talking about, you know, 
having Ford coming in there and having the uh, EPA saying, how did you, did you certify this engine? And they only had 300 cars and it was something else. But you, you, you getting the right gas tank in that car for that bigger motor, the 351 95R. Yeah. I hate to say it, Dario, but that's my favorite of all the R's, even the 2000 oh, yeah. R's, which Mike Ray would love yeah. to have a 2000 R in his garage. But Mike, before you ask Dario your question about how in the heck, I mean, 19, what, 88 he started, man, he's, you're talking about really legends and not just the fact that he's in the hobby, but racing. But Dario, I have to tell you, I own an 06 GT and my suspension of choice is the Steeda suspension. I even have a, uh, Cedar Hood struts on the car. You, that car handles like nobody else's 06 that I've ever. I mean, you you did a great job. Well, on thank that. you. And every time I go drive it, I think of you. So that's why we had to have you on. <laughs> right. Now, Mike's. <laughs> now, Darryl, you got to get on to Mike. Mike's 06 is not running right now. Okay. <laughs> but I do. I have um, I have the the Cedar trailing arms on mine. Um, mm -hmm. I think I got something else on there as well, too. It's been so long since I've looked at that car, but I do definitely have seen the parts on my car as well. Well, anybody who's anybody who's smart does that, Dario, because I think that, you know, a lot of guys are in the parts business and they work with some people and, um, you know, they have a driver, but you, you you're a racer. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, I, and trust, I trust you. Well, thank you. And, you know, even today, I mean, uh, our team up in Georgia, you know, with the, our huge facility, we have test tracks within 15 minutes of our facility, and we're testing day in and day out, autocrossing, road racing, and drag racing. And yet, you have to get into the fabric. You know, one of my statements is racing either proves the theory or destroys it. <laughs> and, you know, being in this industry, you know, all my life, and my, you know, I, uh, you know, I was born in Detroit. Uh, my dad was a, a a stylist that you know in Dearborn and it was just I was so proud of my father you know working at Ford Motor Company even you know I was five six years old I remember going to the rotunda the Ford Christmas parties and all that kind of stuff and he was you know involved with the original Ford GT he worked with Alex Tremulous Jack Telnack and all the great wonderful people at Ford and I just you know I carried you know the story you know of South Florida, you know, when we moved down here in 68. And I just, I just love the automobile industry. And I'm very grateful that, you know, my father introduced it to me, to me and introduced me to Ford because it's been 35 years, you know, working with, you know, the Ford vehicles and, and the, the team at Ford. And it's been a wonderful, great run. And, and I'm honored. So well, it's, it's been good. And, and I'm not going to stop racing. I, you know, <laughs> I'm heading to Homestead. In two weeks, I'll be. I'm going to try to win our uh, Southeast Championship this year with our 20 car, and then we're going to move on to the dark horse. We're excited. We have a, a dark horse on order with a regular GT, which we're going to build into a drag car like our Silver Bullet, which is amazing. I'm sure you guys have seen that it runs in the nines, normally aspirated, um, fully, you know, fully outfitted AC, street legal. And uh, the collaboration with, you know, all the people involved with it made it happen. It's just not one person. It's collaborating and working with different team members to, to achieve your goals. So I'll let you guys have the floor again. Mike, when we go back to uh, something like Mustang Memories, you've always said that the Mustang is a canvas for people to make the car of their dreams. Have you ever seen in any of your shows, Mike, two Mustangs that are exactly alike? 
Nope, that's the best thing about Mustang is it's the most customized car in the world. And um, it, like, like how Bronco is now, it's following the Jeep pattern where Jeep was the most customized vehicle, the whole vehicle in the world. Um, but Mustang has always been the car and uh, there's there's no end in sight for Mustang right now. Even with the new ones, everybody's just going crazy for everything. And it's just great to see that it's still continuing after so many other things are going away in our hobby. Well, let's right. face it, Dario, you... You're, you're playing in that Broncos sandbox, and Mike Ray, who's known for his Mustang Club work, is now in the Bronco Club. What's with the Bronco stuff? Can you guys explain that to me? Well, I mean, the enthusiast, the enthusiast group in the Bronco market is huge, and I think it was great what Ford did is they grabbed some of the market share from Jeep. You know, we all know that the suspension dynamics on the uh, – Bronco is superior in design, uh, you know, hands down. And, and, you know, like you said, you you mentioned Ford started with a blank sheet of paper and knocked it out of the park. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, environmental changes and things, a lot of people like to go off-roading now, you know, get off into the uh, wilderness and for quiet time or whatever. But the market is really huge. And the enthusiast, what's really nice is that Bronco owner, he also has a Mustang or that that Explorer owner, owner also has a Mustang. And one thing that we got to keep the um, brand excitement alive with the enthusiasts. And, and I know because I've, I've, I looked at other vehicle manufacturers market, you know, Ford has the highest amount of enthusiasts driving their vehicles. These are the guys that are into the fabric of the in, uh, industry and in, into the performance end. They want their own personality in their vehicle. Like you said, there isn't going to be even two Broncos alike. I've never seen two Mustangs alike either. And this is great. And, you know, what a lot of people don't realize, and and I know Lori's a new uh, Ford chief engineer, is it's my good mind stimulation, thinking, thinking about what's the next modification I'm going to do or enhancement. What am I going to change on this? Uh, you know, landscape of this vehicle to, to make it more personalized to me? What are my objectives? And, you know, uh, what we're doing is we're trying to get the younger enthusiast groups in Epsteda to have that experience of using their mind to think out of the box and say, hey, look at what I can do for, you know, minimal expense, make it a little bit different, a little, you know, understand a little bit about vehicle dynamics and roll center and little things like that. And uh, I'm bringing on young generation, uh, you know, uh, younger uh, professionals in at Theta, and they're loving uh, the results of their work, and uh, you know, and and the outcome of the different changes that they they, they do on their Mustangs. And everybody at Theta has to be an enthusiast because this way they put more into what they want to, uh, you know, develop with the company. So, but I think it's great, and this is something that will live on forever. And ICE vehicles are never going to go away in our lifetime. And, you know, what's really uh, amazing is people are investing more in ICE now as far as upgrades and, and uh, you know, meeting their objectives than ever before. Because they know, uh-oh, you know, it may be a limited time before, uh, you know, they stop producing ICE. But I don't think it will ever happen in our lifetime you know, um, because we're just not quite there with the EV vehicles. We're there, but not as fast. We can't get there as fast as 
we think we can. So I think ice is going to be around for quite some time yet. Plus, there, you know, the, the you know the different oil companies are coming up with alternative fuels now that are even cleaner than current fuels uh, that can work on the combustion engine. So there's a lot of exciting things happening, you know, uh, long term and in, into the future that I'm excited about. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, it's certainly, there's, it's, it's got to be technology driven. And Mike, you and I have talked about this before. Everybody's trying to, they see like a halo vehicle, like, like the Raptor. And now you've got a Raptor Bronco. And and people want to see. I maybe not want that package, but I want something like it. So they are looking to the aftermarket. Mike, you've already modified your Bronco with aftermarket parts. It's brand new. Yeah, but it, it, like like you said, it's absolutely following Mustang's footsteps. And um, yeah. me and my wife both have Broncos, so it's 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 crazy. Um, it's it's another market that literally is like making me reborn again. Uh, like Dario said about um, people having Mustangs and Broncos. Yeah, that's me. I mean, two Mustangs, two Broncos. And um, yeah, it's just, it's never ending. You're always looking to do stuff. What else can we upgrade? And that's exactly how I was when I got my 05 Mustang the exact same way. Well, I don't know if either of you guys have heard this, but I saw some rumor on the internet, so it has to be true, uh, <clears throat> that somebody, <laughs> somebody rendered, are you ready? A Raptor yeah. Mustang. A Raptor S650. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What's going on, Dario? All right. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you know, just let your imagination run wild, you know, on what can be done. And, you know, I'm I'm more, you know, my wheelhouse at CETA is I'm in, into the, the suspension, you know, like I, we haven't released it yet, but we have a new IRS rear subframe tubular and we changed the roll center and some things some goodies in the back end and it just you know for me to think about it i have all the hard points of the s550 in my head i know changing what location on the spindle or this or the lower control arm or extending the ball joint what it does the roll center roll center migration bump steer it's crazy and it's just it's it's you know it's mind stimulation and i just it just it just it gets me excited. I, I love it. And uh, so we have a, a, a new, you'll love this. We have, we, we just developed and it's still, uh, we're um, still testing it. We have a new IRS rear subframe for the S550. And the guys went to a, they won their Cam C, uh, came in first place in an autocross uh, there in South Georgia, beating out a, a well done up Camaro. So 
and best of their lap times. And this is with our ego boost, you know, and it's great to see even the, the ego boost, you know, you can tune those to rock and roll too, you okay. know, for the entry level guy or the young professional, or, you know, that's wants to save a little bit on insurance or whatever. Uh, that, 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 that was a great, you know, uh, vehicle as well. So yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I, I just, <laughs> I, I've been doing it for 35 years and I'm more excited about my job every day and going to work than I was 36 years ago or 35 years ago. So I'm, I'm loving it. Well, you, you crossed the last several platforms of Mustang and it seems to, every time you get a new platform, you've been able to uh, get that, that steed of thinking into the suspension and, and then you take it out and you win some races. You're, you've been very successful on the track. And the fact that there you still racing along with your team uh, are you still planning to be on campaigning in 2023? Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, this year, you know, like I had mentioned earlier, you know, we're going to, as soon as we get the new S650s, then right away we're going to develop our normally aspirated drag car. And I'm going to, we're going to build the dark horse into our road race car. And what we do is we'll go to the enthusiast places and race. And we go in a class that's much higher than what the car is eligible for because we don't like to compete against our customers, okay? So we go into another class, you know, like with, uh, you, you know, like an M4 or M3 or whatever, and we, 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 we use that as our benchmark. We got to be as fast as them. We got to rock and roll. And whatever we learn, you know, in, in spring frequencies and things like that, we'll share with the grassroots guys. Hey, this is what you got to do. This is what we found to work. And building a road race car is totally different than building a, you know, a um, autocross vehicle. So, and to learn this, you know, it's not like, oh, well, we're smarter than everybody. It's not that it's the experience and going out there and working hard at it to see what works, what doesn't work. We've done a lot of things that didn't work. I and mean, we've done a lot of things it changes to the vehicle that do work but yeah for 2023 and going beyond 2024 and that we're going to be hitting the pavement and you know rocking and rolling developing new parts we're very excited you know with the new s650 coming on and uh yeah it, it's not going to end anytime soon that's for sure it's Tita. well thank goodness for that <laughs> hey mike do you remember um well, were you uh, bumping into Dario and the Steedus uh, standout when you were at SEMA, when you were running around that, that part of your career? Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, I think we definitely ran into each other around there, too. Um, and, um, yeah, even, even even the earlier days, too, with that, too. And, um, you know, uh, um, Dario, you know, I uh, also work closely with Bob Adams. I've known for many years, and um, so he's been doing a lot of the vehicle stuff. And I'll tell you what, the, the truck you guys have done, you know, the um, – the F-150 program, that's another thing is that that is so, the demand is so high for F-150s over the Mustang group these days now. And it's just, it's just the way the world turns. And your F-150 was just absolutely incredible. Well, thank you. And, you know, what's really uh, uh, rocking for us, you know, we got, we, we're building like four Thunder trucks, you know, with yeah. the Whipple Supercharger, the F-150. And, uh, yeah, Bob's doing a really good job. You know, he was a, uh, you know, when he, he was with Ford Motor Company 33 years and retired. And, you know, we spearheaded, Steeda spearheaded the SEMA Technology Initiative 
you know, working with Bob Adams, and we were the first company to come up with a certified to, to work with Ford and have a carb certified uh, supercharged tune that could be diagnosed through all the different uh, Ford dealers throughout the country. You know, that was you know early on with the S197. And that was that was a great learning experience, uh, you know, working with the calibration people at Ford Motor Company, and uh, we uh, Cosworth was involved with it, doing our calibration as well. Um, but uh, that was that that was a really good error, you know, getting the people in together to to voice their opinions on, hey, what should the Mustang do? What what would what would people like to see in the new Mustang? And uh, that that was. Uh, that was a great error, and, it, it, and the error continues. You know, I, I, you know, send Mark Rushbrook an email and let him know, hey, you know, thank you for keeping the spirit alive because we, we need the spirit alive, and it's good for the young enthusiasts and the people uh, to get involved with motorsports. Uh, and I don't think it's going to ever, you know, go away. It's going to change a little bit, but it will always be there for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Mike, we've seen that uh, change. You know, uh, a lot of people said, you know, drag racing was dead, but you know, I was just at the Stang Invasion out in Iowa and 800 young people are out there with their S550s drag racing like they just invented a hobby. Uh, and, and it's just so refreshing to see. And I, Mike, you were mentioning, you know, the, the, the Boxum group just seems to be a younger crowd who are into this new hip uh, Bronco culture. And it just seems to be a different sort of enthusiast. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree with that a thousand percent. And um, like I have customers come in all the time and they're mid twenties and they want to get into a Bronco. Well, and that's what I was going to ask Dario. Like, you know, when you know, I was at SVT when we had the first gen lightning and that was not a handling truck and I've got the bumps and bruises to prove it. But when we worked on the PN96 and Coletti and El Sedam and those guys um, actually tried to put a suspension in that truck, the the difference for a person that drives it uh, in in anger it's 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 eye opening that that just suspension components and somebody who lowers the center and gets the, those lightning could actually handle and scared people and the fact that you're taking Dario F one fifties which you know there's Tremor there's Raptor and there's off road but the the idea of getting a cool street truck Mike you uh, in your aftermarket life you know guys like Shelby and and Rowley, everybody knows the truck market's still hot. And they, for me, Dario, I don't want a, a fast truck unless it can handle. Yeah, yeah, we developed the IRS subframe support brace, and it actually, you know, helped eliminate axle hop, and it tuned a little bit of a high-speed vibration out of the vehicle. Mm. And uh, that today is like one of our number one selling products for the S550. So. We look at the truck the same way, you know, what can we do to enhance it a little bit more without developing any more NVH and or eliminating some NVH and making it handle better. We're developing a new front stay bar for it right now because our rear uh, stay bar was a home run. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, the F-150 and the Bronco and the Mustang, and believe it or not, the Explorer are very hot vehicles for Speeda as far as with the performance enthusiast. Well, Mike, do you see up uh, Mustang Memories Week starts out at uh, Gingerman, and you have the uh, the three days of track use up there with Paul Rocha. And I think you said something last year, Mike, that some people that have never been on the track before, um, never even wanted to try, now are getting out there, and you've created some new fans of road racing uh, who just had the opportunity to get out on a road course and see what it's like when you're driving your car at, at eight or nine-tenths, or at least to your own abilities, as fast as you can go safely. And uh, yeah, you know, every the- person who's come out there for the first time yeah. um, has been back. They come back because they love it. They get, like, addicted to it. And they're really, really excited to see what your car, how it can perform on the track. And it, it's really a big thrill to them. And everybody has been back. No one has walked away from it. Well, that's kind of a, a push for Dario because once they get out there, they see now, well, what can I do to make my car better? Yeah, because the uh, driving, uh, high-performance driving events, here in South Florida are very strong and there's there's more Mustangs out there running around. You know, we got Sebring, we got uh, Homestead, we have Daytona, uh, we have Roebling Road, we have The Firm and these driving events. I'll tell you what, you get a drag racer and you put him in a road race car or get him on a road course, he won't go back to drag racing. Well, they, they do, but they go, wow, I didn't realize that braking, <laughs> turning left and right was so much fun and it lasts so much longer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially your car. It's a little over nine seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, uh, big question, and and there's a lot of enthusiasts out there who have usually buy way more car than they have driving ability. <laughs> we can see yeah. that when people are pulling out of uh, Mustang Week. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Mike, my question is with Dario here. You know, a lot of us been in the hobby a while. You've been able to drive some really great cars, as I have. And uh, you have to admit that the people who make a difference in the hobby are the ones that have, when I was an auto writer, we used to, my publisher used to call it calibrated buttocks. Because when you get in that seat, you got to know what's going on uh, to be a good driver. And I think what separates Dario and Steeda Autosports from most of the pack is these guys race. So when he said, you know, they come in and they've done stuff wrong or done stuff right, you've got to know from your rear end in that seat of the car when you're at seven or eight tenths, and these guys can drive, what has to be changed? And Dario, how do you get that from a, a feedback from the track into a part? How does that work? Well, you know, it, it uh, you know, and that's a good question. You know, working with Boris Fed and Sean Hendricks, you know, when we won the first race for Ford in a decade in a production-based Mustang, uh, you know, with the Cobra R ninety-five Cobra R, I say, Boris, uh, how's it going? She goes, well, the, the car is pushing a little bit. So we had a adjustable rear bar on the Cobra R, so we'd add a little bit more roll stiffness to it. So we'd crank in the adjustments to bring more roll stiffness. If, and if the car is pushing, um, you know, you add more roll stiffness in, in the rear. If, it, if it's oversteering, you take more roll stiffness out. Plus, you got to look at amber, you know, taking tire temperatures and things like that. But I was really good because, you know, back in 84, I worked with the, uh, I was on the AmeriCorps program with Steve mm-hmm. Celine, and I was reporting back to the German engineers on the AmeriCorps when they were here in the U.S. over there, it was called the Sierra, 
you know, what is a car doing on the track? I say, yeah, it's a little bit understeer, oversteer, you know, okay, let's change the bars out. And I remember we would have 10 different stay bars of different roll stiffness for front and rear. And a lot, and spring rates have a lot to do with uh, determining what to do as far as handling characteristics and things like that. But, um, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you, you put too much control in a rear suspension. And what happens is, like, when you lock it down with spherical bearings and all that kind of stuff, then the suspension doesn't articulate because you have so many different geometry changes, especially in the S550 and 650, that it, it starts to get really nervous. The, the reaction of energy is happening so fast you can't control it. So there's a whole science behind it, uh, and it just comes from experience. It's not like we're the greatest thing that ever came. It's just that we've been doing it so long. And, you know, just changing a vertical link, the, 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 the durometer or the stiffness in the bushing in a vertical link on the S550 makes a huge difference. Like drag racing, go with Delrin because we want to transfer that energy to the ground right away and get our short time the quickest with our 60 foot time, the quickest it can be. In, in road racing, we soften the durometer up quite a bit. So coming off the corners and accelerating, we want the car to squat and hook up coming off the corners. But if, if we use that same component in the drag car and the road race car, it makes it a little bit nervous coming off the corners and things like that. So uh, it, it's, it's a whole uh, you know, you look at every dif different aspect of the suspension. Some areas you can put more control in, and some areas you got to leave alone. You know what I mean? Well, we do. Uh, I'll tell you, Daria, we, uh, I've driven a lot of cars that have been modified by racers and, and aftermarket companies, and it was so hard to knock your feelings out. And I, I believe your idea of compliance on the road circuit, uh, to me, that makes all the difference in the world. Now, the question is, how is Mike going to get you? Mike, when he Derek comes this way every once in a while, can't you get us to hook up and do a lunch or something at Ford's Garage? Absolutely. And uh, I'm hoping uh, that they'll come back to Mustang Memories this year. They've been there for a few years. Um, so trying to work with uh, Bob and, and Chris uh, at CETA to see what we can do and see if we can get um, uh, the marketing tent out there with a couple cool vehicles. Sure. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, we'd love I'd love that, Daryl, because this year is the 30, believe this or not, it's the 30th anniversary of the special vehicle team. Wonderful. 30 years. We'd like to have yeah. you there. We'd like to have you here in Detroit. And if we can't, we'd like everybody who's yeah. listening tonight to check out uh, what Steeda has to offer. Get on their website. Go take a look. Maybe come to an event where Steeda's there and get to talk to their team. They're, they got a bunch of young people yeah. that really know their stuff and uh, interact and see what experience does when it comes to aftermarket parts to make your Ford vehicle, no matter if it's a Bronco or an Explorer or an F-Series or a Mustang, to make it right. And, Dario, thanks for so many years of making it right for Ford Motor Company. Okay. Well, thank you for the invite today. It, it was an honor. And uh, let us know when we can all join you guys up there in Detroit. I love the Motor City and to have, you know, lunch or dinner. It'd be wonderful. Sounds great. Of course, uh, as I always do, I'll leave it up to my friend, Mike, to make everything happen for me. And ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, maybe... Mike, we're, we're going to count on you to make it happen, okay? That's right, Mike. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> okay. And ladies right. and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed our talk with Dario Orlando. And, uh, th this is just one of our 
uh, the fun things you do on the Mustang Owners Podcast. So I hope you've learned something from all the wonderful things from Stita. And until uh, next time, we're just going to have to catch you guys down the road.